Welcome, Randy, oh. and the rest of the people that joined us on the RCAD uh, bonus hour. This is the patron uh, bonus hour that we're jumping into. We have no opening song, but we did Again? bring the Mac and we did bring the cheese. So Mac and cheese. Um, it's definitely freaking you. It's freaky seeing you with yellow eyeballs. That's for sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll try. I'll I'll change my green st- screen so I'm not so weird. So uh, <laughs> it is. It is kind of weird to look at me <laughs> where I'm just blended into the. It's, a, it's the, always weird to look at you. Thank you. I feel the same. I liked it better when we were just on the phone, Jack. <laughs> so the phone, Jack. The phone, Jack. You're, you're, you're dating yourself now. Yeah, we're so <laughs> really jacked up. Um, so, um, you know, before we, before we, we started jumping into to this bonus time, you know, um, Nick was talking to me about Christmas presents between siblings, you know, and, and, you know, what, what you get different family members and the unequal distribution of like, you know, do you give, you know, a family gift? Do you give one person a gift? You know, is it okay to like skip a year and say like, Oh, you're good this year, but you know, this year I'm thinking about you more. How does that go? It's just crazy how it's gotten out of hand, it seems like, in the last 20-some-odd years. Because my parents could spend, you know, in the 80s or even the early 90s, you know, 40 bucks, And that's Christmas. You know, because he only needs a few action figures, a couple micro-machines. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my parents called me uh, as they were driving to my sister's home for Thanksgiving. And they're like, Nick, um... My sister told them, she's like, well, one of them wants the PlayStation 5. What do you think about that? And I'm like, that's like $600. It's yeah. Like, like, they don't deserve a PlayStation 5. It's like, that. no, that's way too much money. And they're like, really? Oh, yeah, that's, that is too much money. I'm like, look, like, as like, but if I was a kid that was 12 and asked for a PlayStation 5, mm-hmm. that would be my Christmas for like the next five years. You know, like, it'd be like, well, if, you get, mm-hmm. if we're getting you a PlayStation 5, then yeah. you're not getting anything else until you graduate high school. You know, like, right. oh, okay. You know, and I just, I don't see how parents do it anymore. Like how, you know, it's like mm. when kids like, oh, I want an iPhone for Christmas. Like that's a thousand dollars. Like, no, you're not getting a thousand dollar iPhone. We got to help the economy, especially Apple products. Buy as many Apple products as you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're not even I'm, our sponsor this week, Jack. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to keep, keep my iPhone as long as I possibly can until I, I need to upgrade it. Which you case my kids, my, my kids will get the. The old one. The old so, ones. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, uh we were talking about gifts. Um and you know, sometimes like I guess like planning gifts, you know, like there's like you know, between like a husband and a wife, there's always these moments where like, you know, my, my wife's talking about, you know, like, oh, you know, I want to get a new dishwasher. <laughs> you know, and it's just like double oven. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh yay. A new dishwasher. <laughs> I said, if they could just make the dishwasher to look like R two D two, I'd be on board. Like, for real? Like, yeah. Like, I why go ahead and just like give me the decal. And I'll, I, okay, I yeah, forget, just, I, can't you get a fat head to put on there? And... I suppose fat you could head, just does, does the fat head do the decals and stuff, and you could just. Put... But, but I want it. I want it to kind of like still look like a functional dishwasher just have the r2d2 blue colors you well know, how would like it how would it fit over. in your kitchen because it's it's not i don't square. care i'd make it fit 
Oh no, it would be flat. It would be a flat square. They just somehow like make the oh okay, you know right. the look. I'm, I'm telling you, GE. There's a there's a market here. Okay? Oh, absolutely. Because Darth yeah. Vader, you know, you got the black set, you know, of, right. of appliances. So right. you got the Darth Vader line, and then you got the, you know, the the hero line with C3PO, uh, gold, uh, like uh, <laughs> how is, refrigerator. How, how is he- how is he the hero? But he's he's a protocol droid, though. You know? Yeah, but he's a he's still a droid, so he's in the hero. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, like as I say, like in um, L.A., I came so close to spending like seven hundred dollars on a, a. I think it was not a Roomba, but it's one of those like small vacuums because you had two choices between a Darth Vader one and a Stormtrooper one, and I was like. I want this so bad. I don't even need the vacuum. I just want it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> They yeah, are nice exactly. To have. I, I tell you this, they are nice. The Roombas? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point, I'll get something like that, but I didn't mm. need it in the little bitty apartment I had in LA. I, I, you know, I just had a sweeper. And you're good. The only, the only thing is, like, when your wife changes the setting to like 4 a.m. 4 a.m., and you're all here, you're down, you're upstairs, and you hear this boom, boom. <laughs> Someone break into our house, and you run downstairs. What's the ghost again? Do you hear that? Yeah. Get the gun. Yeah. Go and check I it go, out. I don't know. He might get you. Oh, it's that fucking vacuum. Uh, Anyway, I um, I I would totally go for it for our our attic room now because that is our kind of our bedroom, and my my wife has allergies, so you know having it just kind of do the perimeter. But we've got kids, so this is what kids get allowances for every week. You know, they have to do chores. So, they vacuum a lot. They're pretty good at it. I never got an allowance. They 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 divvy it up. My daughter does the vacuuming, and my son does the mopping. And um, usually, I'm the what's one that's like, yeah. What's allowance? Allowance. You said yeah, your kids I, get it's every, every, every two weeks. Get. Every two weeks, they get they get an allowance. How much you take out? How much you take out in taxes? Yeah. How much you take out? You need to give them two dollars, then take one dollar back. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Teach them now. Yeah. How about disappointment? I'm sorry. Fuck is going to take your money. Yeah. <laughs> I never got, I remember, I think I've said this before too. I remember sometime around 14 years old <laughs> saying, like, Lisa, open. Hey, my friend, blah, 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 both get allowances. Uh, do you guys know what that is? Can I get one of those? And they're like, <laughs> sure. What are you going to do for it? And I was like, well, I already mow the lawn and I already do this and I already do that. And like, yeah, that's why we give you food. That's what my dad and mom said. Yeah. So I was like, do you so have had, a roof over your head? Do you have food? Shut mm-hmm. the hell up. So I was like, oh, never mind then. Because I didn't want to do extra stuff. I already had enough stuff to do as it was. Like, I didn't want to do anything more. It's a little, it's a little bit stick and carrot, you know? So the, the stick being electronics these days, that is the. That is mm. the currency of kids, you know. This is like, pff, sorry, you lost your electronics. What? Yeah. What? God. It's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, you'll get them back when I feel that's fit, you know. So, dad's a dick. Yeah, but you know what? It was amazing because we had like this, like, awesome family time, and like, you know, it was like all like, like, great. And then I was like, okay, like, uh, I'm gonna have to leave here. And then as soon as enough, like, my my son's like, all right, I'm gonna text bubble and i'm like no 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 you don't get your stuff back <laughs> right so, you know, but, dad's still a dick yeah kiss totally. the ass for nothing <laughs> i was well, laughing at all those damn jokes we we've been playing board games because mm. we're, we're going into a little bit of a quarantine as a family so mm. i'm no longer teaching 
at the university right now, everything's online for me. No more, um, no more naked artists renderings. No, I haven't had any naked artists for a while. So, um, I know you guys just like to hear the you know naked model stories, but exactly. Uh, what else? What else is there? It's art. It's art. Yeah. What else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tell me about that fruit bowl y'all painted the other day. <laughs> See the well, size like, of that. See the size of that banana. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah, right. Perfectly placed between the apples. <laughs> wow. So, so I'm at home now, and uh, my kids are also at home doing home, you know, e-learning or what have you. Which um, I'm just thankful that my son is at this point in math where, like, my math skills like are still like strong. So I'm like, I got this, I got this part. Like this might be the last like bastion before like you get into the wilderness of like, I don't know, dude, go. I, I can't remember. Yeah. It's like, like what like Chris was talking about, like, you know, cause they do so, so much common core now that like, we don't understand that. And mm -hmm. I even asked my sister about that. I was like, Oh, I was like, how are you helping the boys with math? Like, do you carry the one and then teach them that way? Or do you, do you know how to do common core? She's like, no, I do it my way. And then they make fun of me. And then after they see the answer, though, they can figure it out how to do it in Common Core. I'm like, right. oh, okay. But I'm I'm fortunate that my wife teaches some of this stuff, so she already knows. She's already like aware of a lot of um, some of these these concepts. So like without her, I mean, yeah, I would be um, just. Please tell my kids, don't you have a calculator? Right. I know. I definitely told that joke. It's like because how many times growing up did you hear? Teacher say you're not always gonna have a calculator with you. You just want to go iPhone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, suck it, teacher. <laughs> there, there are there are certain things though that like if you don't know the formula or the way to like crunch the numbers, essentially that's that's when you can. I feel like you get the most lost with that. I will say it is frustrating though when you go to like you know, a fast food place or any, any store or something like that. And you get the young person by the thing and, and they're like, oh. you're like going, okay, it's 801. You owe me 801. It's it. yeah. Like going, and you're like, and then they're looking, they're going, um, uh, and you can see the sweat running down their face. Like they're being interviewed by Mike Wallace from 60 what? minutes. And it's like, it's 801, $8 in a penny. Keep the penny. Just give me the $8. I'll be out of here. Well, that's where we, I think that's where we started to fail really as a society is when you go to McDonald's and there's no numbers on the machine anymore. It's just pictures of what you're ordering, you know, it's like, Oh, <laughs> the burger. And so they just press it and they, they have to do zero math. They're just looking at the symbols. And then, so that's why they don't do math at all. It's just like, Oh, and then it just automatically gives it to you. And you're like, eh. so if they actually have to do math, it's just like, Oh my God, it was four fifty. How much did I owe them back? Like, like, yeah, I was at the grocery store the other day, and, and it was one of the ones where the change comes out, the coins, right? Yeah. Shoot the yeah, coins yeah. out, but still had to struggle with the the, the paper money. I'm like going, yeah. I, I'm just like going. I hate to be that old guy. Yeah. Oh sure. But Jesus Christ, it's not that fucking hard. And just like going. I was associate yeah. the uh, the old the ones with the coins came out in the little dish there with Wendy's. It was Wendy's always had those. Yeah, I never. I don't remember ever seeing them in any other fast food places. Um, I this is this is somewhat sidetantially related, but um, the other day um, at at work, 
uh, I had this interesting like customer that comes came through. Now, you know, at my work, you know, I get usually like artists and what have you. So, you know, like that that's a wide gambit of, of people. <laughs> people from <clears throat> SeaWorld. <laughs> so <I'm, laughs> we can't uh, use these these animals anymore. You get used green, for them. Greenpeace. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in, in basically like kind of like our office area. So I have the I have kind of like a view of like the vehicles that are coming up. And this vehicle pulls up and I'm expecting this delivery of paper, which a lot of times comes in this white van and this white van pulls up. I know what you're thinking. It's not that kind of white van, but this white van pulls up like no windows whatsoever. And it looks like a, like an Amazon. (laughs) It looks like an Amazon van though. You know, the ones that are just kind of universal and kind of like can store a lot, but it's extra long. It's got like a little extension there, but it's still very large van. So it's like you can fit a couple of dolphins in there. <laughs> just, just stay with me on this, okay? Actually, they're dead. They're, they're dead. Just slap them on top of each other, right? So you, you guys are more than you guys two. are always like, okay. Never mind. Go so, ahead. so okay. <laughs> these these guys pull up, and and I'm thinking like, oh, this is this is my paper delivery. They need to go around back. So I like I run out. You know, I got my mask on, um, and I'm talking to them through the window. And and these guys look like delivery guys, like just straight up, like yeah. These, well, that's that's pretty. Like, that's pretty. Uh, Stereotypical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What is what does a paper guy look like? Please describe yeah. to me what a paper I, guy looks like. Okay. Do, do they have I'll, a uniform? I'll, I'll, I'll do they have a on. stick of salami hanging out of their mouth? Like what? Yeah. I'll continue, I'll continue on with the story, and then and then oh, you'll just okay. pick up the clues. He's wearing a so, white beater shirt. <laughs> right. So, so the the guy's like, "Oh no, we're not here to deliver paper. We get that all the time." Um, we're just coming here. That's like I didn't realize this was a, such a common problem. <laughs> I know. But why do people think we're paper delivery guys? <laughs> well, that means paper delivery. Like, the, just the fact that they they get the comment. Like, that, that they, they were think kidnappers they're, or something. No, no, they're delivery guys because, of course, they're running this. This they're driving in this big, oh, okay. big white van. Anyway, so I'm like, cool, okay. So I come in, and you know, and anyway, um, I wait, you know, and uh, one of the guys comes in first. He's wearing, he's masked up, so that's great. But uh, he's got the the weirdest outfit. Like, like his sweatpants look like, you know, it was like some sweatpants with like some weird, you know, like uh, winter jacket. And it just, his whole look was just kind of like not quite like the norm. Norm So he wasn't a normal delivery guy. Normal for artists. Just stick with me on this. Normal for artists, like normally okay. what I would. We talking, we're, t- we're talking about like just like straight up gray sweatpants here with like little strings a little too long and like a jean jacket. What are we talking about? More like just kind of like some funky sweatpants, like that so would just be a rapper or something kind of rapper. Were the kinds that had the snaps on the sides they could ripped off any second? You know what? A little I, show? Didn't, I didn't. I didn't really look that closely. Oh, I'm just okay. saying that they're. I, I got a pair of those once when I played so, basketball. I, Rip them off like that. Go, I'm <laughs> I, think, I think Teen Wolf did as well. That's right. Um, so anyway, um, the uh, he he asked, <laughs> he asked about some things, and I was like, oh okay, yeah, you know, like uh, we've got, you know, he's asking about watercolor paper, and I'm kind of showing him different different art supplies, and he's asking about stuff, and I'm like, you know, you know this this. And this friend comes in, and. Um, He's got you know, he's looking around and, and one of the most common things that we always get is like, what do people do with all the paper? Like, that's just like the most common thing because they see all of the decorative paper and they're like, what do, what do people do? You know, and I'm, I'm explaining how many different like, paper, how many different colors, how many different pa- types of paper do you have? I don't 
don't know, man. I really don't. Like dozens. Go on with the story. We have thousands of papers, like thousands, like thousands. Like, That's in, in stock. In stock, are you? I'm not joking. Wow. In stock, like I. Wow. It's it's a warehouse full of paper. So, um. All right. Anyway, All right. now so, I apologize. <laughs> it's not just full of dolphins, but anyway. <laughs> um, so this this guy, you know shopping and, and they're they're asking and you know common questions i'm like cool you know so he brings up his his, his items and it's about 130 dollars worth of art supplies and i'm thinking oh you know maybe he won't maybe this is like out of his price range you know like i'm not trying to pass judgment but i'm like i, I don't know if he's got enough money for this you know i better again i'm not passing judgment i'm just like saying like so you're, oh, hey, so this- you're one of those you're one of those people no, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to tell him what some of the items are costing. I'm like, oh, this brush is like $26 and this because I don't have a I don't have a tablet up where they can just look at this, you know, so um, and he doesn't really seem to care. So I'm like, OK, you know, I just tell him the total and he pulls out this gigantic wad of cash. Like, I'm just like, holy shit. Like, you know, I'm trying not to look at it. It's like the sun or like looking down somebody's, you know, like a woman's shirt and you're not supposed <gasps> to do that. You know, you're like, whoa! I can't look at that. That was Matt. That was Matt. I don't. I don't say that. <laughs> Saying like certain things happen, and you're like, whoa! I didn't. I'm not. I'm not looking down there. Okay, Costanza. Um, but yeah, I was just like, Holy shit. You know, so I like kind of pay it for mine. He's, wow. He's, we know we have a thousand different types of paper. <laughs> we don't have that kind of paper like in your wallet there. Um, no, not even a wallet, just a big wad. You know, so. You know, he's leaving and slowly it starts to dawn on me. I'm like, huh, because in their conversation, they talked about how they were out of state and they were like headed back to like some other state. It's slowly like putting it together, like his friend who had the like the Willie Nelson braids. And I'm like, oh, those oh. Rolling, rolling papers. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for some zigzags. They weren't looking for that types of papers. Uh, no, I mean, they ended up buying, like he ended up buying watercolor paper and some, some okay. nice uh, supplies for, for actually like drawing and stuff like that. He had, they had found us on the web and their travels basically oh, cool. across the country in a big van, moving some objects that might or may not bring in some big loads of cash. Okay. So you're saying they were drug dealers. I may or may not be implying such a thing, but it seemed pretty obvious. That or serial killers, and they, right? And they came all the way to your store just to buy some watercolor. I will. I we are off the beaten path, that's for sure. Mm. And uh, if you did not want to like attract any attention, I still know, think they were looking for zigzags. I'm just saying they that no. <laughs> I think wherever they were coming from, they had plenty of zigzags. I think they were transporting some some uh, certain cannabis goods across state lines because there's certain states in which you can buy it and there's certain states that you cannot buy it um so but yeah it was it was kind of an interesting like interaction where i was like oh it's a nice business to be in i think right oh yeah no doubt uh that's what what they you know especially with colorado that's what they've said with with other states a lot of the surrounding states it's still being illegal is that all they did with colorado legalizing it is just give other countries a airport to land in and then let it be distributed. You know, like that's all they've done. It's like, oh, well, I have to smuggle well it. Just, just legal it nationwide. What the fuck? Well, supposedly the House is voting on it. I think this week or next week. To, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just the House though, so you don't know what right. will happen. Yeah. 
I'm sure there's like I said, it's it's tough here because we it's tobacco row, so it's like yeah. they don't. But I don't know why they haven't switched over to marijuana. They have the money. So yeah. supposedly that's why they made because you know, hemp was really common. You know, even when the the founding of the country, but it's because weed and hemp is not uh, addictive, whereas in tobacco is. So that's why they kind of like, oh well, we can tax this and we can continue to make money off of this, whereas in this. Of marijuana, like, eh, okay, and that's why. <laughs> Bring on the weed. <laughs> I don't even want the pot. I mean, I, I just want the pills, like the right. Yeah, the, like I said, it, they do. They well. I'm sorry. It, it's it's great for it's great for sleep, and it's great if you have if you have chronic pain. You mean the THC? Yeah. Not the THC. You want the the, the whatever it's called. Yeah, the other yeah. stuff does. The legal stuff doesn't work. Uh, people go, have you tried this? Yeah. Yes. Have you tried it? Yes. Does it work? <laughs> no. It doesn't work. Sorry, it doesn't work. Well, I'm not imitating. I'm not imitating my mom on that. I, oh. I, you know what? <laughs> I was actually thinking that that was your mom, but I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I didn't want to project. Well, so. she has a bad. She has a bad back, and she's always. I go, no, that doesn't work for me. No, that doesn't work for me. No, that doesn't work for me. Sure, I'll try it. It's okay. It's like I've been putting up the Christmas decorations and and pacing myself because it's tea. And but my wife has no patience anymore, so she's like, "Are they done yet?" No. Why? Because it takes time. I got to put them up right, and there's a you know I had to put them all together first. It's not like the old days where they just had this plastic thing. With a light bulb in it, you just stuck it up. There's there's Santa Claus. There's a snowman. You know the good old days, right? But you know you had to you have to put the stuff back together. And then I was putting up the lights up top on the roof. Tried them all before I put them on. They all work. And what happens? You get up there and go, "Fuck! Why is that row not working? God damn it!" So you got to go up there and change everything around again. Blah 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 blah. Anyway. What I hate about putting up the lights is because my wife goes, because right, it's freezing outside. We, I didn't put the stakes in because ever since they got rid of our trees, anytime the wind blows, it's like tornado alley. It just, it's just. Oh. So I, I didn't put the. I, I knew it was going to rain, but I didn't think I didn't know it was going to be strong winds. <laughs> Next day I come out, and I go, what the fuck? I have the little, I have the little tiny uh, metal things they give you that go down to like mm-hmm. two inches. Mm-hmm. But they're lifting up, and this I'm like going, oh, fucking a. Uh, so they're mm-hmm. they're all over the place, and and so what I do is I get wooden stakes and, and tie them up like that, so they will hold up because the wind just kills them. Hmm. But, but anyway, that's my story, and it's probably why I'm tired and cranky today because yeah. I was out. It's like my neighbor goes, "Why are you doing that today? It's so windy and cold out here." I go, "I have to." Papa's <laughs> caca. <clears throat> I, yeah. I put up uh, some of our decorations when we had that really warm weekend and it was so warm that it was really hard to put up Christmas decorations. I was like, this just doesn't seem right. Like how do people, I, I, I was putting them up and I was like, how do people in Florida do this? You know, I was like, I can't, it doesn't feel. Well, you don't, you don't see if you're th- from like, there, you, you don't, cause I can count when I did in San Diego, it was like, man, no big deal. You know, I, but, I, I just, it was hard for me to be in like, oh, this is the Christmas spirit because I'm putting up like stuff and I'm breaking a sweat. Like, I'm not saying that I want it to be like butt ass cold, like 30 degree weather with rain. And I'm like, I got to put up these lights because my wife, you know. <laughs> I like them once they're up. Me too. But but literally. Especially it, in the, the dark wind, months. The wind was blowing so so cold. I'm like, oh my God. Mm. Like, 
I couldn't get warm enough. I'm like, oh, I'm freezing out there, freezing out there. Plus, I've been, you know, they're doing that construction. So I've been walking over and grabbing their scraps of wood to make little stakes and stuff like that. And my wife goes, why are you getting so many? I go, well, I'm going to change these these ones that she refuses. She doesn't want to throw them away. There's these little ball light things that give color. But the plastic things are on. Literally broke the first time we had them. Broke the first time we had them. So I'm I'm going to make little wooden stakes. I said, why buy them when they have all this wood they're just going to throw away? So I walk over there, grab the wood. Greg, I don't do it outside either. I would rather do it in bed. So Exactly. But outside, outside, can, outside can be kind of challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The sand just gets everywhere. True. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's my that's my complaining about my my wife's really been into the garland. She's not just the Judy Garland that we talked about earlier in Mimi in St. Louis, but like you know, we got garland in the house that hangs around the like kind of like, and it looks nice. It adds some green and some fresh kind of stuff, you know. Um, and then like, is it of, real or is it the fake stuff? Nah, it's the fake stuff, but it's lit though, and it looks you know. I'd like to have some. Um, it's coarse and rough. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's everywhere. Um, no, it's all, uh, your, it's I, all over your gravy. I put mm-hmm. the lighted garland kind of around our, our fence, you know. So, and uh, I put and it around our garage today. We have some some uh, blow ups. Yeah, and, I'm uh, sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> they light up as well. So, depending uh, on how good you are, is it just uh, the longer you go? Uh, different it's, colors it's, for different. <laughs> There's four of them. You like an audience. The, yeah. the, Dar- the Darth Vader, the Chewie, the Yoda. The They're BBA. like all of them. <laughs> uh, my wife got them one year uh, after Christmas. So always look for those after Christmas like sales because she bought like these for like five bucks each. And my kids you still know. love them. Even though the problem is there, three years. a lot of places don't have a lot of stuff right now. I know if it's because of COVID. Oh, right. But yeah. So there isn't going to be anything after Christmas because there's not anything now. That's it. It's the Christmas after COVID. Yeah. Locusts. Do they know it's COVID time at all? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, going back to the earlier hour, uh, I went to Moab <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I get there on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Sorry, laughing. Yeah, it's Greg, Greg right? Greg, Greg. Greg's putting in the chat. You know, go I, ahead, Nick. I, I had brought some food, you know, just in case nothing was open. You know, I was like, yeah, it's main Thanksgiving and all, but I did find the one restaurant in Moab. It was Mexican, so I'm sitting there, like, in the Mexican restaurant in Thanksgiving, like, yeah, I gave me a couple tacos and some enchiladas and all. Like, it just may have felt weird, but it's kind of same like there's a diner across the street, which I never went to. That when the next day when it was actually open, packed, like no uh, social distancing whatsoever. You're just kind of like, oh, okay, well, that's not really that wise. Yeah, we should be having a spike here in about a week. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah the post Thanksgiving spike. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. we'll have a spike around Christmas time. It's like, right. if you I'm, saw the airports, I'm like going, I know. No, the, the airports are freaky. Um, so that's why my kids are not in school right now. So we're keeping them. them My daughter said that they they might be, uh, there's rumors that they might be shutting down again, even though they haven't let all the kids back in yet. They might just be going virtual again, full time. It's, it's like the wild west from like school to school, you know, as far as like what, 
what's going on because like our like our the whole county is basically like oh well we won't do it until the cdc like says that we we're red basically like our county you know but um but like they had to shut down they had to actually move one of the schools to go virtual because too many teachers had it this is this is the same school that um i, I think i told you guys off air that um yeah the, the teacher had basically said hey you can have a mask break <laughs> right, right. and they're right. they're like indoors less than six feet apart like just all gathered together in their seats so but um anyway who who knows um i got my granddaughter to wear a mask today I saw. yeah oh i didn't see that did yeah, you post that on instagram up. yeah yeah she yeah. uh where'd she go come on you wanker what do you take what's taking you so long there she Aww. is usually she wouldn't wear it she wore it like halfway through the uh that's store pretty good that she uh gave that's up impressive it's too yeah. big for her. That's a problem. Her ears, I go, you need bigger ears. Right. Your ears are big enough. I take her out of the car and I put her in the, I put the jacket on her in the car. And then I've taught her, I've taught all the kids this. And I, cause I taught, started with, uh, I think Jay, I would go put, you know, a runner stance, get on your market set, go never worked with Jay, but, uh, her mom <laughs> was good with it. And so now I taught her and she goes, so get out of the car right away. She goes, on your mark, get set, go. She start, I, so I grabbed her jacket. I go, no, 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 no. You don't run in the, no, you hold Papa's hand. You just, you stay with me. She goes, but she was, she thought that she had freedom and she could just run anywhere she wanted. Oh. So, you're, I so, said your daughter, no. so your daughter taught her that. Probably. Well, my daughter lets her get out of the, the, the shopping cart, which I don't allow. Mm-hmm. She's too young. Mm-hmm. My daughter goes, well, she wants out. I go, you tell her no. Right. Tough. God. I, so I, was, I was in one hike, and it was a, a foreign family. Uh, and this little girl could have been probably about seven years old. And, like, they were all fine. Like, a perfectly <laughs> tight family seemed to be fine, you know. And I didn't understand anything they were saying. But all of a sudden, the seven-year-old, I guess probably because the dad said, okay, we got another hike to do or something like that, you know, <laughs> with the daughter just, I mean, complete meltdown. Just, <gasps> just and I'm like, whoa. Like, everybody that was on this hiking trail just looks at him like, man, that kid's having a rough day. It's just one of those moments where like, everyone <laughs> I, just stopped, you know. I had a, I had a uh, horrible experience, like, uh, with my daughter. I think it, she wasn't, like, scarred for it. But, uh, I mean, she was probably around, like, two well, and she we had were that in haunted haunted room. Uh, we were like out in the woods, and like it was like it was just my my wife and I at the time, and she thought every stick was a snake. It was like it was triggering this thing where she thought every stick, and so we're way out on this hike, like we'd hiked out a ways, and then it was just like oh we got to go back, and like you're freaking out, you know, like gotta carry you the whole way because like every stick is just like you think a snake's there. And um, so, yeah, I, I, yeah. I do this. I do the same thing. It was like you couldn't untrain her to like be calm about it. It was just like she right. was like so far yeah. wound up, you know, and, and I think that when kids are in situations, too, when they're they're not away or they're not around anything, you know, familiar, mm-hmm. you know, it can, it can make it worse. So uh, Tamara says, teach them always to have one hand on the car when out. I've done that, but they can't keep up. Yeah. Well, then you didn't. You know, some, I have to go like five miles an hour. It's like, 
you know, they're, they're trying <laughs> to keep up, but if I go any faster, they're dragging along. So yeah. And they, and they, and they, and they let go. So you, you don't want to have a Clark Griswold. My dad no, couldn't handle that. My dad can, my dad would have been like, but then they'll get fingerprints all over the car. <laughs> then I have to clean it. Yeah. You know, like that would have been my dad. Like, you don't let him touch the car. You don't touch the paint. You know, like, yeah. But I, I think I figured out where aneurysms come from, you know, because when I'm out, hiking or on my own, which I usually do by myself, you know, you can't help it every now and then just be sitting in a restaurant or hiking and you hear somebody make the weirdest comment in the world and there's no one else around you. You can't go like, Jack, did you hear that shit? Like, it's oh, just right. you. It's just yeah. you. So you're just standing there and then you're sitting there thinking like, now did they say this or did they say that? And then you just keep mm-hmm. thinking about it. And then the next yeah. thing you know, you're in your hotel room and you're still thinking about it. And next thing you wake up and you're fucking dead. <laughs> I've I've had that though, where like certain thoughts, especially with like when I'm painting or by myself for long periods of time, like where like certain like things I'll think about. You should have that go, alone artist. Go, it'll go around in my head a couple times, you know, like, and then you're kind of tooling it over, and you're like, sometimes it's like this kind of really weird screw that's you're like trying to tighten or like fix or something and you can't get your mind around it um so or or like yeah like long periods of time alone like like hearing things you know um like like was that a was that a voice or is that just did i hear my name is that me that's saying like like it's weird you know stuff and then like when when you start to hallucinate like other people are there talking to you right you're like you're in the backseat of a cab going to the like someplace (laughs) you're having a conversation with friends right oh yeah like like the commercial (laughs) yeah like Um, yeah, like oh good. No, no, I I'm just going on a tangent. Yeah, like, it doesn't like, matter. Well, my last night I was staying in a La Quinta and uh it was a La Quinta. Oh yeah, on the way back, you know, and La Quinta. It was actually a very nice hotel. The staff was really nice and all that, but like the walls is probably the thinnest walls I've ever stayed in any hotel in my life. And some couple got up at four AM and just started I know that I that would have at least been a little entertaining. No, they, but they just started talking and they just kept talking and talking. I'm like, who the fuck is up at 4 a.m.? They like, must not be married. Yeah. No. You got to get up and talking. And it's like, yeah. It's because they went to bed, had sex, they woke up and they're like talking like, is this going to happen again? Like, seriously, like, are we going to keep doing this? Like, when are you going to leave that person? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like they're having that conversation. It's like the only reason, like, Okay, well, I don't know. Like, if you don't leave that person, then I guess we're not gonna have sex again. Like, this is goodbye. Are you sure this is goodbye? Yeah, this sure? is it's like it's, it's like a Hallmark movie. For the road. It's like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> a, at the a very special Christmas <laughs> when you have an affair and it's it's going bad. Um, right. They could get they could get Aunt Becky to do it. Uh, right. Oh, she's in jail. What's her yeah. name from uh, Full House? Or I, no. I had this weird thing that happened to me, like when I was kind of, I mean, it, it's kind of related to that, like hearing things kind of mm-hmm. thing, um, Nick, where, and, and it's probably because I've just been watching and listening to a lot of Japanese stuff, but sometimes <laughs> I'll hear conversations in the background. Kishiwa. Right, right. And it's like, and I hear, like, it's almost like my brain is like listening for the Japanese 
And so you need English, to start wearing a mask when you're painting the fumes. <laughs> English will flip over into Japanese, and I'm hearing like it's not that I'm hearing Japanese all the time, but it's like in the distance, or like I could hear something. And I'm like, oh, I think I'm hearing Japanese. I'm really hearing Japanese. I really think so. Anyway, it's funny. You're you're saying how you when I was putting up the lights a couple days ago. I was just sitting there thinking about stuff, and I remembered Tamara might uh, find this interesting. I remember something my dad told me when he thought I was his brother, and oh. he's telling me telling me the story, and I won't I won't say what it was, but I'll tell Tamara and my other sister later on. I completely forgot about it, but somehow it just came back to me. I'm like going, oh, that's right. And he was because uh, my my wife watched the uh, Cindy watched the Robin Williams where he has Louis body dementia and all this different stuff. And that's what my dad passed away from. And just all, and she goes, you want to watch? I go, no, I don't want to watch it. Oh yeah. I, 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 she goes, well, it was fascinating. I go, I bet it was, but I go, I don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And so as when I was doing the lights, I started thinking about certain things. I go, oh, I forgot about that story. Cause he thought I was mm-hmm. his brother and he was telling a story about his, his dad. And I'm like going, huh? And then when I, when I said, well, I won't finish it, but anyway, Tamara, I'll send you and uh, type it up and send you and uh, Luana a message on Facebook it's, about it. It's like the end of that. Uh, um, Nick, I don't think I've ever that. told that story because I f- completely forgot about it. But go ahead. You still didn't. You still didn't tell the story. But yeah, no, but yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, well, it's not something. But it's it's just <laughs> no, some, somewhere along the line how you're thinking about something and I go, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Wow. Okay. Anyway, I'm TV Cooper. <laughs> My dad was DB Cooper. He actually come, kind of looked come, if you, come closer. DB <laughs> That's what he said to you. Like we did it. Like he's because ta- he's talking to you as he was. If he was, it was his brother, right? So he's like admitting to his brother, like, yeah, we did it. We're DB Cooper. No, it wasn't about that. Okay. Um, remember that time we buried Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Um, Nick, I was it was reminding me of uh, I'm sure you've seen that uh, Radiohead uh, video where at the very end, like somebody's whispers something, but you don't know what they say. The only Radiohead video I remember is High and Dry, like mm-hmm. that I remember in detail. But okay. I, you know. um, Wasn't that Lost I, in Translation where if, if, if Matt, Treece, <laughs> if Matt yeah. Treece was on here, he would know for sure. He'd be like, "Oh, it's this," you know, like he just he's got a brain for that. Um, I can't, I can't remember it now. Um, well, thanks for bringing that up. No, it was like just a cool thing. Like the, the whole, like, you know, the last thing somebody says before, you know, they, oh, it's like, like, um, I think I've said this to you guys once before. Like I, my mother's dad. So my grandmother, my mom's mom had had a stroke. And so they put my grandfather temporarily in a nursing home. Uh, but then my grandma took a turn for the worse. And so he ended up having to stay there for quite a long time. And I remember, it's like the last thing I remember, uh, uh, my last memory of him was we were visiting him, him there. And uh, mom was like near the door and she's leaving. And then, yeah, just, yeah, from the bins. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he grabs my hand like a death grip, like how old people do. I mean, he just grabs it, you know, and he's like, Maybe when you turn 18, you can get me out of here. You know, like that's it's stuff like that that I remember. Like just the stuff that's like 
because you sing a different part of them that's kind of like afraid or just really uncomfortable. Uh, so that, I don't know, just because, you know, usually your grandparents are like the funny, friendly, you know, and then it's like, wow, like he's actually having a real human moment here where he's just like, I don't yeah. want to be here. But he knows that his daughter, you know, my mom has the power right now to keep him there. Were you not 18? I was 17. Oh, 17. Okay. And so that's, that's why he was like, I, that's actually his thing. It was like, you know, maybe when you turn 18, you can get me out of here. I remember him saying that. It's like the last sentence I remember him saying to me before he passed away not too long. I, I know I know. I visit a few people, you know, a few relatives that were in homes. None of them like it. So, so um, Nick, to your, to your uh, story there, and, and maybe I've shared this with you guys before, but uh, my grandfather um, was on hospice care. At his, at his house um, towards the end of his life. And he had emphysema and was dying from that, uh, very slow, slow death from that. Um, my aunt and my mom wanted to put my, my grandfather into a, a home. He had watched his wife live through a nursing home for a decade or more. And I was like, you wow. cannot, don't, don't do that to him. Like just, you know, so I had this window where I could actually go and take care of him for a month. I was done with school and I would just take that time to just kind of live with him. And it was a really nice time to like be, um, to just kind of be around, you know, it wasn't like, you know, Oh, grandpa's going to tell me another chestnut about his time in World War II. You know, he didn't, it wasn't like that. It was kind of like, it's kind of more of that slow, gradual, like, you know, oh, all of a sudden you're talking about this time you went to Chicago on a date with grandma. Like, this is where did this come from? You know, like, right, like those right. moments just kind of happen naturally. Um, so, uh, I guess there was a there was a period of time that was coming up where basically I was leaving, and then um, my aunts were going to come in, um, specifically his two daughters that he didn't get along well with. The hospice nurse was constantly working with him, trying to get him to write this letter to basically forgive them because there was a lot of bad, bad blood there. And, you know, sometimes when people are at the end of their life like that, that is one of those things that's kind of like letting go of this, like, you know, anxiety. He did not want to confront them. It was it was like a, a pimple of pressure, you know, and it was weird because the closer we got to that time, you know, one of the hospice nurses, cause they would just visit, you know, like they weren't there all the time. It was more of just weekly visits, but one pulled me aside as I was outside cleaning his car. And she was like, Oh, you know, it's getting close, you know? And, and, you know, I don't see the sign they work with, they work with us all the time. So right. they, and so she gave me this little pamphlet that kind of like pointed out like some of the little things to look for, you know, basically it was like, kind of like, one week, couple days, couple hours, like certain things would, would happen. And <laughs> what, like, I mean, I looked over that list and I, and I, and I made notes of like, Oh, you know, like the, they were all subtle things like refuses to accept anybody outside the family to see somebody like that, including like a priest or a pastor that happened straight up. And I was like, wow, like, you know, breaks routine. You know, like he'd never miss the news, the noon news or something like that. He missed it, you know, like um, takes a took a nap, he took one freaking nap the entire time I took care of him over that month. Hmm. And it was like the day before he passed. Wow. And 
there were there were just some striking things that it was like it came came down to that um where he didn't want to see those those daughters they were coming the very next day so they were coming on a saturday he died on a friday morning um, wow so he never saw him never saw him nope and he he kind of had his way because he didn't want any of his daughters around him when he died. He didn't want anybody around him because he had so was, there was no clue. Did he write the letter? Or did he never write? A letter? I, yeah, he did. He did write a letter to them, and I think that that's why they were coming. You know, mm. it was a little bit of like kind of, but I I think confronting that was just too much for him. So, um, but um, yeah, um. Anyway, sorry, I'm I'm getting kind of sidetracked and thinking about that time because that was such a powerful time no, to live. No. Uh, you know, the um, I guess just that idea of of the, the letting go. But I can't think. Of, I was trying to think of the the mafia. There's a mafia movie, or at least it's a tale in a movie that's like a mafia thing where some similar thing. It's like there's a guy on his deathbed in the hospital, you know, and the priest comes in and says, it's my son confess, and, you know, and go to heaven with a clear conscience. He was in the, the guy looks at the priest dead in the eye and goes, fuck you. <laughs> and then dies. You know? <laughs> uh, going back to D.B. Cooper, one of the people that he confessed on his deathbed to his <laughs> wife, who he met later on in life, that he was D.B. Cooper. Wow, and so, hmm. and and there's and there's evidence pointing that he could be DB Cooper just because you'd think that this- whoever was would actually do that though, because you'd want you'd want to know you'd want that yeah. to be like like I was. I mean, you you got away with like a, a huge. It, it's the only unsolved air crime uh, airport in the oh, history airport. of the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything else has been solved. But I was about to say, like, I was about to say, like, you have Zodiac and lots of other. I'll get what you mean. Yeah, no, no, no. But this, this has never been solved, and we'll probably never really know for sure. I mean, sometimes I, I like the mysteries, you know, because like, there's always stuff like with Billy the Kid and Bush and Sundance and all that. Like, there's always stories. They're like, oh yeah, I made them after, and you're like, oh okay, and then like, oh yeah, Billy Kid lived, you know, and he became yeah. this person and he moved here, and the same as like mm-hmm. Jesse James, like, oh Jesse James moved to this state, you know, and you're like, okay. or Adolf Hitler. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. even still believe he's alive. Yeah. Or Elvis or JFK. I mean, there was all of those. Like, mm-hmm. you, there was people witnessing. You could see the Zapruder film, like, but yet the people that believe that, you know, he was still alive. I mean, um, yeah. So well, some people believe there was only one shooter. Some people believe that Paul was dead. Yeah. Isn't he? Uh, exactly. And to the left. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you know, like pe- people don't realize that the the beach ball Wilson was actually in Top Gun as well. He only gets he only gets credit for uh, for Castaway. It's, yeah, it's, he had to make his his way. Yeah, he did. He to make his way out, well, so. you see, when you're starting out, I mean, you can't get the top billing. You know, because after Top Gun, he did he did Nerds in Paradise, Revenge of the Nerds, Nerds in Paradise, and that was kind of like a low point for him. And, and yeah, he didn't really. For a while, yeah. he it's was like John Travolta a, in the Look Who's Talking series. You know, like he had his dip, and then he came. Ironically, back. he was the he was set to be in Pulp Fiction. Oh, um, yeah, but uh, they they decided Bruce Willis's head was a little bit you know well, smooth. A lot of people don't know that Tom Hanks saved his career and saved his he life did. because he he was in rehab. Yeah. Wilson the well, he, 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 he 
they they wanted Spalding, but they yeah. he requested Wilson. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So it was and he was down. he was he was so fucked up, but Tom Hanks that believed in him. Mm-hmm. So you can do this, buddy. You can do this, buddy. You could say that he almost filled him full of air. Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> he was so he, deflated. He, he was so deflated. He was, you know, big heroin user. I don't, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know well, what happened he, to him he has the track marks, and he's got that yeah. one hole there. It's always yeah, there. true, yeah. Red paint actually wasn't from Tom Hanks. That's <laughs> that's from Wilson himself exuding that, crying. And, and another, another thing people don't know is that wasn't really Wilson that got lost in the ocean. That was a stunt. That was a stunt double. Oh, and they and they never found that stunt double. Oh, this is the other it, unsolved it, crime. Yeah, it, Wilson. That Wilson floated away. They couldn't get to him. And the only sports ball movie related crime that was never solved. <laughs> because Wilson, the actual Wilson, the, the the original Wilson, is afraid of the is afraid of water. So. Oh. Oh right, well, that's why he right. couldn't do the scene, and then plus he's a big star. He was, you know, kind of a big star then. So, yeah, second billing. I mean, I was. It's kind of a shame, Jody. Fo- uh, yeah, Jody Foster. Yeah. Oh my God, a uh, third billing. You know, but but Wilson was in the film more, so makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not Jody Foster. Uh, Helen Hunt. Sorry. Yeah, I sorry. knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. I thought you were making some kind of other joke. So. Oh. But but uh, yeah. Uh, I guess Wilson really wanted a, he wanted UPS, but not that FedEx. I made more sense, I guess, for yeah. FedEx. But. You go with the horse that got you there. So. Yeah, exactly. That is something like you get spoiled after. Like I, I really ship much, don't much, but like you know, when you go to UPS or, or FedEx, you know, like they put it in a box for you. They put all the peanuts in there. You know, they they do it all nice for you. And then if you go to the post office, they look at you like you know, what, what are you, you fucking stupid? Me? Yeah, like, what do you want from me? Because I literally gave them something one time. I was like, oh, I need this ship. And they're like, all right, go get a box. Like, okay, yeah. so I get the box. They're like, do you have any tape? Why would I have tape? Why would I come to here with tape? Well, you have to buy tape from us. I'm like, you guys fucking suck. No wonder you're going out of business. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I still remember this one lady when I had my mailbox, et cetera. She was working the and she could be nice or she could just be the meanest person alive. And they had this sign there said, please wait until you're called. Right. And so you're at long line. You, you see open window. You go to And she goes, do not read the sign. What does the <laughs> sign say? And I'm raw going. And she's like screaming. I go, yeah, I can see a business. I can see like a grocery store doing that. Or, a, a, you know, a business where you don't have job security. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, my God. And the other two postal people are looking at her like going. Because she was like just screaming it, and I'm like going, and the person just took it and backed up. We all like, so when I, my turn, I'm waiting. I'm like, please, someone else. And I had to, of course, I had to go to her. So how's your day going? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and she, you know, they knew me there. She, we can really some people. I had money on here. I had money on here. What was she doing? What was she thinking? I don't. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Did you know Wilson was in? Yeah, no, but no, I I was taking packages there because you know right. Well, I'm just saying, like, because if it was a post office, you know, if you, you take one, no, it was no, it was, crime, a, so. it was a post office. Oh, was, yeah, I was, I, mean, I, was at a, I was at a U.S. post office. Oh, okay. It was like who who robs the post office? Major <laughs> crime. I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you need to pop that up there for you? No, that's fine. I, was, I can read over here. Uh, so uh, last week, 
uh, I had just had some horrible, like, like it was just one of those weeks or days at my, my job where it was just like nonstop busy. And there was an order that went through that just went sideways and it, it just kept going sideways. Like it was, it, it kind of, that's, that's why you had that funny look on your face. It, it, it almost ruined my th- Thanksgiving morning. Cause I woke up to the customer's like email where she was upset and this was like, Oh fuck. Like I don't, really didn't want to think about this all day on thanksgiving you know thanks this is great so but i think it's all fixed fixed now this week it just it just sucks when like certain things like that happen at work where you're like oh this didn't go out on time because this didn't happen and now it does but it's the wrong product and then you're like ah fuck like this is even worse but trying to worst part is when it's not when it's not your fault it yeah, and it started off that way, but then at some point, eventually, it became your fingers, fingers point back to yourself for putting in the wrong fucking number. So it was one of those, like, I wanted a sprocket, not a socket kind of situations. <laughs> so, There's a sprocket in my pocket. <laughs> I see it. Um, Walk it. Walk it. All the Dr. Seuss. I don't know. I was thinking Steve Martin. Weren't you doing Steve Maybe, Martin? I don't know. Steve Steve Martin came up in a, in a conversation recently where I was I was thinking about like what are some of the worst Steve Martin movies like movies that you're just like nope never again not watch that uh, uh, the, the, the brain one the brain the one. man with two brains is that one yeah. uh, maybe it's just been a while since I've seen that one then I don't know Dead Man Don't Wear Plaid is good Pink I mean, Panther is, for sure oh Pink Panther yeah without without question he was te- it was it just was. I think we talked about this before. What were you fucking thinking, Steve? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't beat Peter Sellers. I mean, no. Period. And it's yeah. just like, uh, as funny as Steve Martin is, mm-hmm. it's a different type of comedy. And it's just, it's just you know, if, if people had never heard of Peter Sellers, he could have probably pulled it off. Right. But it was far too soon. I mean, now would be a good time to do a Pink Panther movie because most kids out there today don't know who Peter Sellers is. No. Does your dog bite? My dog does not bite. Ouch! I thought you said your dog does not bite. It is not my dog. <laughs> I love, I love that. Sometimes I'll just, I'll, I just search for it on YouTube to watch it. Well, I mean, like, you know, I mean, that's the the only two movies I really know him. Actually, I'm three. I know Lolita, Lolita, you know, Doctor Strange Love, and Pink Panther. I mean, that's the three I know him from. You know, mm. yeah, we and can never played- do a best of. You know, or versus for Peter Sellers movies. No, it's true. Yeah. You'd have to do best Pink Panther movie, I guess. Yeah. Well, it, Steve Martin did the Jerk. He did. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, he wrote the Jerk, though. I mean, yeah. that he wrote the Jerk and he wrote Three Amigos. I, Three I'm, Amigos. I'm kind of like I'm like cool with with Steve Martin. Everything from the Jerk all the way up to L.A. Story. Like, and then after that, like somewhere in the in the '90s, he kind of loses me. Yeah. Bowfinger's still good. Uh, um, yeah, well, he, the, the the wedding one, the the his daughter getting married. Uh, yeah, that's that's like ninety one though. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's not bad. Father of the bride, father of the bride. I like what he gets. Is it father of the bride one or two where he sees the wallet? <laughs> he looks, flips it into the pool because the, the he's checking out the was it a wallet? Because the his in law the in laws were rich. That's number two then. Oh, I remember number, number two. One. Yeah, I can't remember. But, it's been too long since I've seen those films. Yeah. But I never get tired of watching those. Like the the both Father of the Brides as well as Grumpy Old Man. Both of those, the first one and the second one. Like if it's on, I'm watching it. You know, they're they're both good. You know, 
But yeah, I I think I think Matt's probably right though. Like I mean, everything from the jerk all the way through somewhere in the late nineties. Like I don't can't really say I hate any Steve Martin film. I even like Sergeant Bilko, and it got it didn't do that well, yeah, but I still liked it. Yeah, I watched it, but probably gonna be like I mean, and even the out of towners wasn't like great. Like you know, that was I wanted Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Yeah, I didn't didn't. I don't think it would. It's not like you're going back to watch that one. No, you know. Um, so planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, yeah, that's a classic. I mean, I was watching something on YouTube. I guess the original movie was two and a half hours long. They had wow. to cut. They had to cut it down like an hour. Hmm. I mean, there and it's on YouTube, and they're showing scenes that were taken out. And sometimes, like when he goes, the scene where he goes, where either in the restaurant, you went through my wallet last night. We don't see that in the scene, but he does go through his wallet. Right. Oh, and, It'd be cool scene. if they did like a super cut, you know, of something like that, you know? I think so. if John Hughes. We just lost you accidentally. So um, we lost Nick. He's We lost him completely now. Wow. He's just muted. I don't know what the hell happened. But yeah, it was, it was pretty fascinating. I didn't realize it was, I guess that the script was like a three hour. Wow. But they filmed it and then the, the they told John Hughes, you, you got to cut this down. It's mm. not going to work. It's not going. It's too long. It's not going to work. So they they cut tons and tons and tons out. And some of the stuff was actually kind of funny. But yeah, you know, I was reading an article maybe four days ago or so about surprise endings you don't see coming. And you know, you and you think about stuff like The Sixth Sense and all that stuff. But I want to say Trains, Planes, Automobiles was number one because you don't see at all John Candy, his wife being dead. You, right. you, don't, you don't think about that. How, you don't even think about that mm-hmm. movie be, having a twisting ending, you know, but you're like, oh, fuck, it does. You know, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he start when when he's on the, was it Steve Martin's on the train and he's, he's, or he's, he's going home, he's starting remembering everything that he was saying. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, his wife is no longer with him. Right. Because I mean, he said, yeah. Yes, yeah, I haven't been home in years, you know, like yeah. my, my, my wife likes me, but you know, like, and you're like, you know, all the things yeah. he says, you know, you're like, oh. he's like, and that's when he feels bad. He has to go get, yeah, brings yeah. him home for Thanksgiving dinner. And I, there was another thing I, I never noticed it ever. Like uh, in the very beginning of the film, when the cab, uh, when you know, he almost gets run over, John Candy's not in a cab. It's oh. just a door. And then he's uh, standing on the other side of it. How they like, shot it? Because if you look, because you're just looking at John Candy's face with that surprise of like, you're like. But if you look outside of it, like yeah. it's just a door. That's all it is. Like there's no, there's nothing behind him. You can realize that he's not, he's not sitting no in a cab. Yeah, huh? that's it. It's funny. So, hmm. and Kevin well, Bacon's in it. Is he? I, forgot. I was, He's, he's I was in the. Big, he's racing for the cab. Oh, that's right. He is. Yeah. You know, it's been so long since I'd seen Home Alone. Um, mm. You know, it just, I mean, the movie's okay, you know, like when it came yeah. out. Like, I was just like, you know, it's I know some people. value movie. I know some people love it more than, than, than I, I would say that. But rewatching it after being so long since seeing seeing it, I was like, oh, it's not so bad. And there were like a lot of funny moments that I had forgotten that like Catherine O'Hara was in it or the fact that John Candy makes an appearance. I remember. Oh, yeah, he's like, the, uh, the the group, right? The, yeah, the yeah. And I remember back in the day, like actually loving the fact that when John Candy came on, that that like to me, 
when when I was a kid watching it, I was really big into SCTV. So seeing both of those together on the same scene, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, this is so cool. You know, little did I know that, you know, like yeah, he show. did that. He did that for free. He did that for free. The Home Alone role. Yeah, he did it for free, I think. Wow. Uh, I think he did it as a favor to John Hughes or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, because it was not really a big role, but he did it. It was like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's like he had like the scene in the airport and the scene in the in the truck. And that's like, it's it. You can just tell in that scene, like he just oozes this, like, like there's certain things that he says that you're like, he's ad-libbing this shit. Yeah. And, and if it wasn't for Catherine O'Hare, who was like totally in, t- in touch and in tune with John Candy. Those scenes probably wouldn't be as what they are because she she can she can give and take with him like ebb and flow like they they well it's like people that used to have to deal with Robin Williams mm-hmm. I mean you had to just kind of because he was going to go off and and just pull everything you know out of the yeah he just had an amazing talent well you know who doesn't have amazing talent us yeah <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> As as we reach the hour mark, I was I was trying to, to keep us keep us to another hour so that uh, we're not another hour. Well, you know, I mean, because like this I'm already. I'm a, no, I thought you were going to do another hour. Of this, I'm like, I'm no, 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 we're not doing a post post show. Like, we're not SNL. <laughs> so, um, even though we already said their names, I I thought I'd, I'd come up with some even better names. These are these are really, I think, just so generous and, and sweet. We have, and I'm doing them in reverse order. The greatest Greg, the jewel Joanne, the magnificent Maggie, the egg, the magnanimous Ed, the excellent Eckhart, and the terrific Tack. Thanks for doing what you do. Thanks for making this show possible. I hope everybody's enjoying the more commercial-free bonus patron hour. Um, and let us know if you don't by sending us an email at rcadcast at gmail.com. Of course, uh, if you're listening to this, I don't think you would complain because you're you're part of the people. <laughs> so, you know, unless you don't know. like, unless you don't like just three of us. Yeah, you know, but but Chris, you know, he's he's a little bit harder to to keep on longer because he's he's going into those that holiday stretch. But um, he's always got an excuse. Yeah. <eah. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for joining us this week. Bye. See ya.